0: It's a DATCAST, it's a DATCAST, it's a DATCAST, the ACCCAST, because I say it, it's a DATCAST, it's a DATCAST, it's a
1: DATCAST, the Cast, the You're listening to DATCAST, produced by students of Danville Community College.
2: Hey, 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 welcome back to DATCAST. We're back with an all new season with brand new hosts. I'm Aaron Anderson. And I'm Landon Fraser.
0: Our mission with DACCast is create a platform that is made for students and created by students. We want all of you on campus to become more familiar with the faces you see every day here at DAC.
2: With that being said, we are so excited to bring you today's episode.
0: We are here today with Nick Catlett. Um, Nick has worked several jobs here at DAC, and he might be a familiar face
1: to all of you.
2: But first, we're going to get to know a little bit about Nick. So, Nick, would you mind introducing yourself to us and then tell us what your role is here at DEC?
1: Sure, yeah. So, uh, as they said, Nick Catlett. Um, I'm the Director of Workforce and Recruitment here on campus. Uh, so, <laughs> kind of a uh you know a general term but uh what what we're trying to do um, i'm over the career center here on campus Uh, that's one of my departments underneath me Um, and we work closely with the american job center uh, and that's a downtown location uh, a dacc building though Uh, but between downtown and here on campus we're just trying to help our students in the community anything workforce related uh, job preparedness job search uh, connecting them with opportunities Uh, For example, today we've got Flex and Gay here on campus. uh, So bringing hiring events, doing job fairs um, is mainly what we focus on in, in that area, along with also helping students who are undecided uh, about what career they want to pursue, what major they want to pursue, uh, and with different assessments and tools and things, helping them make that decision because, uh, as you guys know, it's very important. <laughs> so we, uh, we'd we love to have students here. Uh, we'd love for you to spend your whole career here, but obviously we know that's not realistic. So helping you figure out what you want to do and, and get you on to the next step. Uh, recruitment's also another department underneath me, and I think you've had the pleasure of meeting Alexis Simmons, our new recruiter, and hopefully most of our student body has had maybe had an opportunity to meet with her. Uh, she's doing a fantastic job, came to us from the U of I as a graduate, so uh, very excited to have Alexis on board. Uh, and then also uh, the last department is, is our Veterans Center here on campus, so um, uh, been doing that for a long time. Uh, we've got over a hundred. Veterans here on campus that are using education benefits. So we're trying to help them navigate that uh, Those benefits could come through the state the federal government uh, But we have a wonderful veterans lounge here on campus. So if you're a student veteran um, You know, please please come see me. Please come see our lounge. We've got TVs gaming computers refreshments all kinds of good stuff So uh, I guess I got my hand in a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of everything
0: um well, it's probably busy days for you. But what does a normal day look like for you here at DAC?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I like to show up really early. Not really. I'm I'm kind of notorious for for an eight fifteen guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but really, yeah. Every every day is different. But just just checking in with with uh, the different departments, seeing what we have going on that day. Uh, between you know what we have going on in the career center and with Alexis, chances are that week we've got some kind of event going on. Uh, so, uh, but what I really enjoy most is, is interaction with students. So, um, you know, anytime I get an email, phone call, or student pop in, that that's what I really enjoy the most about my day.
2: You've held several positions here at DAC, and you talked about kind of the different aspects of your job and the departments, but you've held several departments here at DAC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you tell us about some of them?
1: Yeah, so uh, the downtown area that I mentioned that's now referred to as the American Job Center, uh, one of one of their partners is what's called Vermillion County Works now, and when I was there, uh, I started here at DAC in 2009. It was called the Job Training Partnership, so a lot of different terms, but that's that's where I started, so I started downtown. Uh, worked there for three years. Uh, then I came on campus to work in the financial aid office, uh, and that's when I started working with veterans. Uh, I think another three years in the financial aid office, and then I became our recruiter. So uh, I did that for another couple years, and then that's when uh, we created the the Career and Veterans Center, uh, and that was my last position before for this current one. So it's been a uh, slow and steady climb but uh i've got my you know experience in a lot of different areas so i i, I you know not an expert I would say in in, <laughs> in any of them but uh i I definitely um enjoy being a part of the campus for sure.
0: Have you had one that you've enjoyed more than others or are they all different or
1: uh, you know like I mentioned with the last one just just I like working with students that 's the best part i'm i must obviously probably Referred to as a sociable guy. So just sitting around and talking with students and helping them figure out their problems. Um, you know, my, my first position was a grant-funded position that uh, had money to help dislocated workers and, and low-income individuals uh, be able to go back to school. We could pay for school, we could pay for transportation, we could pay for childcare. care. Uh, so when you have someone that, uh, you know, had been laid off from their job and they weren't sure how they were going to make ends meet, uh, and then seeing them complete their educational journey. And, and not to say, I had any, you know, they did all the work, I just processed the paperwork, but but seeing that and seeing them return back to, to um, you know, something similar of a life that they had before the that experience happened to them was probably the most rewarding, um, and it was my first, so I'll, I'll probably say that one.
2: How would you say that... All of these positions have made you a better employee as a whole
1: well I, I think that it's kind of a microcosm of the community college kind of where we're like a jack-of-all-trades right um, we have students that are uh, you know transferring to the U of I for engineering uh, all the way uh, you know they might spend two years here or nursing students might spend three years here to uh, someone that's doing our CDL program that might only be on campus for six weeks and then they're, they're out getting a job uh, so I, I think that's kind of how I look at myself as as having that little bit of knowledge because no matter what a student may come to me for, um, you know, one thing is I hate to do is, is say, well, that's not what I do and, and send you somewhere else. Uh, I don't also like to tell them wrong <laughs> either, but uh, I feel like I, I can handle most, most of the, the issues that, that come about. Um, so, yeah, that, that's where I'm at on that. Yeah.
0: Um. What do you think is the most impactful position that you've had here at, on the lives of your students? Mm,
1: you know, like I mentioned, probably that first one, we're, we're working with financial aid um, because, you know, the, the my first position, they were going through a life tragedy um, that, you know, they probably couldn't have avoided and, you know, helping them get back on their feet. but. You know, ha- helping students navigate the financial aid process can also be difficult. Um, so I found that very rewarding um, and and impactful on that. Uh, and again, you know, the veterans benefits is what I've been in charge of for the, probably the longest now, eight eight years. It's kind of followed me when I went. So when I started in financial aid, I started doing that. It followed me with recruitment into the Career Center, and that's how we made the Career and Veterans Center. Um, but I, I enjoy seeing that the most because some of these veterans, they might have um, you know, got out of the service 30 plus years ago and they didn't even know they had education benefits available um, or they're recently out and they have no idea because when they're exiting, they're being told a million different things. So, um, you know, helping them, guiding them through that process. I don't know, I guess, yeah, all of it. You know, recruitment too, because <laughs> bringing people here, um, you know, just, just little. I think that's that's the part that people, you know, don't focus on enough. It's just doing the little things day-to-day with students, keeping in contact, keep guiding them through the process, and then eventually that big impactful thing uh, is, is graduation. So I guess maybe not one position. The most impactful thing is when we when we help out at graduation and, you know, you see, you know, fresh-faced young kids that are 19, 20 transferring on. You might see um, a grandparent that finally went back to school just to get her degree because you know, she wanted to show her grandkids that it, you know, to stick to your goals or something like that. Just hearing those individual stories, I'd say really graduation is what is most impactful for sure. Absolutely
2: kind of transitioning over from to where, where you're from. So okay. where are you originally from, and then why did you choose to return to DAC after college?
1: Sure, yeah. So grew up in Catlin, uh, went to what was Catlin High School then. That's now Salt Fork. Uh, came out to DAC for two years. Uh, you know, my graduating class had 40, 45 kids. Um, it, you know, Catlin High School wasn't very big. Uh, DAC seemed huge to me. Uh, we... I was what's now dual credit college express, those kind of things. um we did, but it was it was called Votech then, uh, and we were the last year of Votech, so like some high school kids get to already come out to campus and get comfortable i uh I was like what are, what are all these buildings <laughs> and <laughs> floors and so Dax seemed really really big to me. I thought it was a great transition I did two years here and then transferred to Charleston. Uh, and went to Eastern Illinois University for two years. I really enjoyed that, Um, and then I was kind of thinking I was going to get a summer to, you know, celebrate my graduation (laughs) and those kind of things, and I uh, I got notified of an opportunity and actually started at JTP on June 1st, so I graduated, I don't know, what, May 14th, 15th, something like that, and Two le- two weeks later, I was starting my <laughs> career, so, uh, you know, I didn't quite get to enjoy the, the, the summer-long celebration that I'd planned, but I'm glad I did. Everything happens for a reason, and, you know, I'm here today.
0: Um, so what did you major in when you went to Eastern?
1: Yeah, so I it was kind of, I believe, new. At least I hadn't heard too much of it, but now it's pretty common. They refer to them as 2 plus 2 programs. Uh, So my two years here at at DAC, I actually got my associates uh, in criminal justice. Uh, I thought I wanted to be a cop, and then I realized that I, I, I would not arrest anybody or ever give a <laughs> ticket because I just couldn't do that. <laughs> so I, I respect our law enforcement, uh, but I was like, you know, I probably wouldn't be the best one for this job. Uh, but anyway, so they, I'd take a few extra classes, but when I went to Eastern, I ended up majoring in sociology, and that's what I got my uh, bachelor's degree in. Um, Well, let me add one thing. My roommate was a chemistry major, and I got to spend a lot more time playing video games. than.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever think that you would be back here where you are now professionally or just personally?
1: Um, you know, it, it was a completely. I, I I talk to students now. It was a completely different climate when I graduated in 2009. Uh, our country was going through a recession. Guys, I'm so old talking, like this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, wasn't that long ago, okay? Uh, but in 2009, and, and and places were shutting down, people were laying off. Uh, I was so thankful to have an opportunity to get an interview. I mean, really, just talking to other students while I was down at Eastern it was, it was really difficult what, what students were going to do. Uh, and I was just so thankful that I had an opportunity. I didn't really have a plan per se. I mean, if, if something had popped up in Charleston, I may have ended up there. Uh, but, uh, you know, it wasn't exactly what I'd planned on doing, but I knew that I was probably always going to be around this area and I'm, and I'm glad I, I, I came back here and I, and I've used that, um, you know, when I've interviewed for different positions here on campus, you know, I've grown up here my whole life. Um, You know, we have our challenges, obviously, in our district, but I think it's worth fighting for, and there's a lot of good people here on campus that that are doing that um, and doing a lot more than myself, for sure.
0: Did you have any mentors along the way that helped you get to where you are today?
1: Uh, Yeah, so that's a really good question. Wow, thank you. Um, (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, you know, just start off, I had a really good family growing up, um, you know, very thankful for that. I definitely um, had a lot of opportunities uh, that I know, especially with my work now that I realize that a lot of students don't get. So I think that's that's the first thing, you know, um, good, good start to, to my life there. Uh, and then here on campus, boy, a lot. Um, If you guys got enough time, Uh, (laughs) Brian Hensgen was my first boss and now he's my boss currently. So we've kind of come full circle there. He's been really impactful. Um, When I came to campus, Janet and Gargiola, who after 35 years is retiring in December from financial aid, uh, was a wonderful boss to me when I came to campus. Uh, Very knowledgeable, personal, great with students. So kind of, you know, and and the same with Brian and and the people I will mention after this, Uh, you know they they expect results they want to see results and they know that starts just with working one-on-one with the students um, and not just looking at as a number you know taking each student individually Uh, and then Stacy Eman which is our vice president of student services now uh, have all been wonderful to me uh, and I can Well, Janet's going to be retiring so she said I have to buy her a bottle of wine if I call her with a work (laughs) question which for the value she adds uh, I don't think it has to be a very expensive bottle Uh, but uh, but I know I can call on her and and Stacy and Brian at at any moment but you know and I I can't mention everybody but there's a lot of good people that work here on campus so I feel fortunate to be here for sure
0: we've had a lot, most of the people we've interviewed have said that their connections and their relationships they've created here at DAC is what's kept them here. Is that the case with you as well?
1: Yeah, you know, and and uh, it's what I've told with Alexis, you know, as my uh, my first official hire, because uh, the departments I've taken over, there's already been people there. So Alexis was my first fresh one, but I just let her know it's, it's a family here. You know, Monday night, Uh, we had the uh, men's basketball opener and uh, I do the stats there. I brought my son, four-year-old son, who's uh, a four-year-old boy for sure, coming off a weekend of, of who knows how much sugar intake. Uh, But, you know, I, I, when I was doing the stats, uh, Stacy, the vice president of student services, is, you know, walking him around and getting him concession stand and stuff like that. I mean, that's just this one example and not necessarily, you know, DAC or work related. You know, our, our athletics are our fun time, but... Uh, you know, I, I know I can do that. And, the, and they know him because Stacy's asked me hundreds of questions about him and buys him treats all the time and those kind of things. And, and so does everybody else. So, yeah, it's, we're, we're not on. What makes us close here on campus is that we know we can call on each other for uh, life related things as well. So, yeah, definitely a family atmosphere.
2: What do you like to do in your free time?
1: Uh, I don't have any free time cause I'm here 90 hours a week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, my coworkers that will watch this will enjoy these, these little tidbits of me saying I work a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm here, I give a hundred percent. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so uh, free time I, I enjoy, you know, I, like I mentioned, I got a four year old. Um, so he's, he takes up most of, most of my free time, uh, But he's he's getting to that fun age that we can go out and do things together. So um, I like to play a lot of golf. Um, I was very competitive growing up. Uh, I've since uh, not kept myself in very good shape, but you don't have to for golf and that's the wonderful thing. Uh, So, uh, w- whether it's just me and him by riding, going to the park, he's obsessed with bottle flipping right now, so that sound is just in my head all the time right now. Uh, he just wants to go to different places and bottle flip. Um, so, uh, yeah, spending time with my son and, and playing golf is probably where you'll find me outside of here for sure.
0: Yeah, we got a lot of tips that you like golf, yeah. so that's what <laughs> most of our well, notes are about. There's
1: two really good days to work here as an employee at DAC. The athletic fundraiser in the summertime, it's a Friday, so that's a fun work day because we get to go out and play golf, but mainly fundraising for the athletic department, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then there's another fundraiser for the national basketball tournament in October, uh, and that's on a Friday as well. So I very much look forward to those two days on my on my calendar for sure
0: so you won the big fella golf tournament we <laughs> heard about that yes yeah, uh,
1: yeah so it's it's uh it it was a really really fun weekend event it's it's well including the night before i mean it's like a three-day long event and i've been trying to convince brian to you know it sounds fun he talks about it all the time and i'm like i'd really like to be a part of this and uh I got the call this year. I was pretty excited about it. Uh, Yeah, and ended up winning it. So that kind of, you know, I probably didn't make a lot of friends, but they said I could come back next year. So, yeah, we had a pretty good time. And my son uh, loved the little trophy, so it's now in in his room. And um, (laughs) he refers to me as the big fella. We've
2: heard that you've traveled to Hawaii. So can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I went to Maui Um, again, um, you know. They have a lot of beautiful golf courses <laughs> there. That's all you did, boy. Yeah, <laughs> just golf golf yeah. well, that's that's kind of what I, I got chastised for a little bit because they're like, "Are you not going to go to the beach?" And I'm like, "Well, it's my first time here, and there's a lot of golf courses." So for the first <laughs> for the first time, yeah, pretty much. I mean, well, there was one afternoon that we did end up going to the beach, but yeah, other than that, yeah, no, I just, just played one. played <laughs> golf. And they have a lot of wonderful restaurants as well. So I did a lot of eating and. Maybe a few cocktails and, and golf. So
0: don't you awesome. know someone from there?
1: Yeah. So uh, my dad and stepmom they uh, they spend the winter down there. So I'm I'm getting. Uh, a return trip this january so um although this weather's been you know i guess it got cold recently but it'd Mm -hmm. been so warm and i'm like i'm ready for it to get crappy so i can get out of here (laughs) i'm sure it will be by Uh, january it's it's definitely illinois we
2: hear that your son is a character so we need to hear some funny stories about your son
1: um, Jeez. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of ones that aren't, aren't too, too brutal. Um, well, just, I, he, he is, he's, 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 he's all boy. Um, I'm trying to think of some good ones. So, you know, the first, the first time, um, so I, he goes to the daycare out here. So I pick him up from, from the daycare, uh, sometimes and I'll bring him over because like I mentioned, people here will be asking about him and 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 showing them uh or giving him candy and those kind of things so um he has he has a couple older brothers and we're not sure where this originated from uh and he definitely doesn't know what it means but um we went down to my boss, and my boss had given him candy. Not Stacy, but Brian. And uh, Brian gave him the the peace sign, peace out, dude. And he hit him with uh, the sort of the peace sign, half of the peace sign. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, that was that was uh, <laughs> that was an interesting, uh, you know, entrance into or introduction <laughs> into meeting my boss. Uh, that we had a pretty good laugh about that. Yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, he, he has never met a stranger uh, at the Dak game last night. Uh, he was screaming just as loud as the cheerleaders. Uh, he mm-hmm. likes saying defense, defense, but he was saying that when uh, Dak wasn't on defense either. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's he's vocally definitely uh, a little bit ahead of his time. Uh, Mature-wise, definitely not, but uh, <laughs> his vocabulary is uh, is pretty sharp for a four-year-old, mm-hmm. that's for sure.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. Um tell us a little more about your family
1: yeah so um, you know like I mentioned my mom and and or excuse me my my dad and stepmom uh, they, they form here in in the community uh, my mom um, I think she was close to 30 years she retired from the from the unemployment office here in town uh, so again worked her whole life here in the community I have a uh, just one sister uh, she works for the Illinois Department of Corrections she's uh, I tease her. She's not a security guard, but uh, or a corrections officer, I should say. But she she works in the office there. Uh, her and her husband uh, live together. Uh, she had a daughter from a previous relationship who's in who's in high school. Uh, she's a freshman this year, so my niece is a freshman, uh, and then of course, uh, you know, we've, we spent enough time talking about Hendrix, uh, my, <laughs> my four-year-old. So yeah, you know, same with uh, family, you know, they've, they've stayed in, in the area as well. So we're, we're all doing different things, but, uh, all a part of this community for sure.
2: That's awesome. What's something that people may not know about you?
1: May not know about me. Oh man. Um, oh, I, I don't even want to say it. Um, <laughs> I enjoy a good rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would be like, they're like, ah, oh, he's got to watch sports, or like, you know, Band of Brothers, or, um, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, I'm just as happy sitting down watching Made in Manhattan or something like that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. It's I a good it's movie. A, it's a good ba- movie. I, yeah. I, I love it. So. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I i guess that's that's probably a funny one that yeah i i I like a wide variety whether it's you know books or or tv shows or movies i'm i'm not afraid to sit down and watch anything so
0: um what are some of your long and short-term goals um that you have for your field and career here
1: uh short-term wow just just really trying to uh bring bring more students and community members here to here to I know, you know, it's like all oh, we ever say for an excuse, but you know, obviously, it's affected people's lives tremendously in, in many different ways and uh, affected businesses as well. Um, but you know, we had to go remote; that didn't work for a lot of a lot of people. I think in the future, it's definitely going to be an advantage now because everybody's has forced to to do some things remote wise. But you know, when I first came to campus in two thousand and twelve. Uh, you know, if, at 8.50, 9.50, 10.50 on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you know, these hallways were, were packed. Like, you know, I... This is a funny story. You know, like, going to Subway, like, if I looked up and it was, you know, 9.50 or 10 o'clock, I'd be like, ah, let me wait a little bit because this line's going to be out of control. I mean, this, uh, there was just people in the union, people in the library, just the common places, the quad, there's always people walking and I definitely, you know, I miss that. So in, in the short term wise for our community's health, for the college's health uh, and hopefully help out some businesses, get people in, get them doing the education, getting their skills, getting them out into the workforce to help our local area businesses and also, you know, help, help the college in itself. We've got a lot of new and awesome things going on. I mean, this uh, the gaming studio. Um, they've done a great remodel with their gym. We just bought the new Army Reserve Building, Oak, Open Jacobs Hall. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on here on campus and a lot of great things. And I just would just like more people to see it. Um, Long term, just not get fired. I love <laughs> it here. <laughs> you know, um, no, I, I I'm actually I'm very very happy with where I'm at now. As I mentioned. Janet's leaving, but you know, Stacy and Brian are still here. I've got great, great people above me, great colleagues, you know, working in student services, uh, you know, Lisa Rudolph and in, in the testing center and Shanae and Huerta and Trio or Shanae Wright, sorry. Uh, and, you know, Stephanie Potts is over counseling, Timothy Morgan in, in our missions and records. And I know I'm probably leaving somebody out, but just I, I work with a lot of great people and, and the people that they have working for them. Uh, really the only part about my day I don't enjoy is, is just actually getting up. And then once I'm up, I don't, I hate going to work. I, I still don't want to get out of bed, but, um, I really, I really love what I do, uh, staying in student service long-term wise, just, just staying connected in student services. Um, you know, I know eventually Brian and Stacy will probably go someday. So, you know, if I'm ever asked to do more, I, I would be, I'd be happy to do that. But in, Really, in the long term, just just you know, I I want this place to to be better than when you found it. So if, if that can happen, and you know, we've been around for over 75 years now, so don't do anything to screw that up, right? <laughs> I
0: guess I guess that leads to my next question. I so you've done lots of stuff here, and but now. Do you want to stay in the role that you're in now, or would you like to try out other stuff? Or,
1: uh, you know, as of right now, only because it's so new, and and there's there's specific goals that for recruitment and and the Career and Veterans Center, and and with our partnership downtown with American Jobs Center, there's things I uh, I would like to see come to fruition, and then at that point, if, you know, and I'm not sure how long that's going to take. But if they, you know, you, you, you usually don't get rid of things here uh, on campus, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but, you know, you always continue doing what you were doing. We're just going to give you a little bit more, and that, and that would be fine. That would be fine for sure. But, um, you know, I, I think it's just, just too early because, like I said, it's only been a few years now. But um, if they come to me and ask nice enough, I'll do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's the main thing that you hope to accomplish in the lives of students here at DAC? Mm. we're hitting you with all the hard questions today this is great
1: um you know i i guess i'll use the analogy of uh, like officiating in sports right a good official is there they do their job but they're really not noticed right it's only noticed when they screw something up you know really bad uh so I, i think that's what i would like to be for students i i would like whether it's getting them enrolled getting them um with their financial aid, or or their scholarships, or whatever it's going to be to help them pay for this, um, you know, answer any of their questions if they want to change a career or, or whatever comes up along the way. Be there to just keep giving them information, guiding them along, uh, but you know, really not try to be, um, you know, get get in their way at all. Just just you know, not be noticed. Uh, and, and at the end, if they appreciate everything you've done for them, great. But I, I hope I I treat each student that way, um, and and I feel like that's that's how I I try to approach it is is just be there for them, support them, um, but not mess anything up for them. <laughs> you know, I I want them to reach their their educational goal, whether that's here for a short time or a long time, uh, in any way I can do that. You know, try to try to get them along the way.
0: Um, before we. Um, and I wanted to ask a little bit more about what you do for veteran services like how do you help out in that area
1: yeah so uh, when when students come here and they're they're veterans you know first first thing we need to do is figure out what they're eligible for so the state has has programs for veterans and current military members as well and, and so does the federal government. So the first thing we've got to try to decide is what you're eligible for, and then what, what best fits your situation. Um, so each, each veteran student uh, or, or current service member is gonna be a little bit different. Uh, so first we got to figure that out. And then of course, along with all the other things, what they're wanting to do. And, and that's why I think it's nice that we have it tied in with the Career Center. And my prior knowledge of financial aid is if we're a veteran, I don't have to send them anywhere. Well, I don't register them. I I could, but I don't trust myself. Because <laughs> again, I don't want to be, I don't want to screw them up. I want to help them without without messing anything up. So uh, once we've you know gone through the enrollment process, we help them fill out any application that they would for the veterans. Uh, and then all they really have to do on a semester semester basis is just let me know that they've gotten registered, which there's a form that they fill out with their advisor or faculty advisor. Uh, they select what benefit they may want to use that semester. They get that to me, and then I'm the one that communicates with the state or the, or the federal government. Uh, this is what they're wanting to use, either, you know, some benefits they pay us, some work different ways. But just, again, doing all that so the veteran can just continue to focus on, on their education uh and then in the lounge would like i mentioned all the kind of the fun perks the tvs and all that kind of stuff but the best part is you know it's such a good resource whether it's peer-to-peer veteran to veteran kind of talking about things that they're experiencing where to go for help and those kind of things uh or just you know being right next door to me and popping in and asking questions and those kind of things um and then once once they've graduated, and you know if they're transferring on, great. If not, then again the career center kicks in. You know what's your resume looking like? what's your cover letter doing? You know where are we wanting to apply? Um, so really, uh, you know one stop shop. I mean there's really nothing that uh, besides them getting registered and taking the classes that they can't they can't uh, get from our office. So.
2: If someone would like to utilize this, how can they get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, uh, call Kelly. Not me. No, (laughs) (laughs) I've got to mention Kelly. Kelly McBride is is, uh, the office specialist for the Career and Veterans Center, and she is wonderful. She does a lot of the day to day stuff with the Career Center. um, So I just had to plug her really quick. But no, contact me directly. uh, N C A T L E T T at DAC.edu is my email. Uh, you know, the beauty of phones. I, that's probably the easiest and quickest way. Um, But also contact me directly on my office, not online, Uh, no extension or anything, 217-443-8864. And uh, you know, what, whatever it is uh, I can help you with. If, uh, if I can't handle it in my office, I'll get you connected to who can. So don't be afraid to come say hi. (laughs) We got snacks.
0: Um now we're gonna play this little game that we end every interview with. It's called DAC Attack. We just ask oh. you like random questions and you have to answer as fast as you can. Okay.
2: <laughs> you wanna start? Sure. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Calling or texting?
1: Calling.
2: Car or bike?
1: Oh, cars.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanted to sound cool like I did, but I <laughs> um,
0: Phone or tablet?
1: Phone.
2: Salad or sandwich?
1: Sandwich.
0: Night out, night in?
1: Night out.
2: Early or late?
1: Late. (laughs) Animals or people? Uh, People.
2: Play a sport or watch a sport?
0: Watch now. (laughs) (laughs) And cookies or brownies?
1: Oh, dang. That might be the toughest one. Uh, brownies.
2: <laughs> thank you so much, Nick. No we really appreciate you coming in here for an interview with us today.
1: I enjoyed it. Thank and you
2: guys. thank you guys for listening.
1: This has been Aaron Anderson.
0: And Landon Frazier for DATCAST. Stay classy, Jaguars.